1: Hello and welcome to the Everything is Black and White podcast. This is our second documentary podcast following on from Sir Bobby Robson versus Cancer. This episode is all about dementia and the role that Newcastle United is playing in offering respite to those who suffer from the disease and their carers. This is Newcastle United, Dementia and Me. Now at the end of every month up at St James's Park, there is what the club like to call a Dementia Café. It was set up by the NKAT United Foundation and invites those suffering from dementia and their carers up to the stadium to reminisce about old times and meet other people. The hope is that this break can provide respite from what is a horrible disease. Now currently in the UK, 850,000 people are said to be living with dementia. According to the Alzheimer's Society, this will rise to 1.6 million by 2040. Research is ongoing, but it is desperately underfunded, and at present there is no cure. The impacts for those suffering are obviously horrendous, and for the carers, who are usually family members, watching a loved one deteriorate is heartbreaking. The club recognised this and set up this wonderful initiative. We're going to pop up and learn what it's all about now we head up the escalator here in the Milburn stand and you get to the door of one of the conference suites and as you go through there's some tables and chairs and refreshments at the front of the room but in large there's nothing really that special about what's happening here today and for me that is actually the special bit about it it's very simple but it's very effective and the benefits it can have on someone suffering from dementia are huge and the benefits it can have on their carers which I like we see are usually family members is just it's it's hard to measure it uh, one of the people I spoke to is Pat and he's fanatical about the club. He remembers the Fairs Cup Triumph and when you speak to him you really get a feel about just how much the club means to him. But more than anything it's about how much this cafe means to him and the chance to come into St James's Park. It might only be once a month and to meet uh, the former players that come down as special guests means so much to him. Uh, and here he is and in his own words and I've got to be honest speaking to Pat... Uh, it really hit home just how important this initiative is.
2: Hello there, my name's Pat, and I love coming to this memory cafe because I feel that when I come here, I come into a memory bubble. And I've been a supporter since I was six, and I'm 82 now, so I've been a supporter of Newcastle for a long time. But this is encapsulating my football memories in this time that I come to this cafe and you're not just thinking of football when you come here, it brings you back associated memories of the football, of your time the times I come to the match when I was a boy, the times I come to the match when I was a teenager and then into my adulthood and I was an Average supporter, i support them so thick and thin.
1: So after the tea, coffee, and biscuits has been served, we all sit down and begin to look through some images that have been laid on the table by the club. These are famous characters that have been printed out. There's Malcolm MacDonald. There's Jackie Milburn. There's Joe Harvey with a first cup in 1969. There's Alan Shearer breaking his goal-scoring record. The idea is that those here get their brains ticking, their brains working, and they can reminisce about their memories of a bygone era. And it's effective. You can hear people talking about it. For many, they don't actually remember what happened this morning or what happened yesterday, but they can remember Supermax scoring against Burnley in the FA Cup semi final. They can remember Alan Shearer scoring against Portsmouth. They can remember Philip Albert and that chip against Manchester United. And that is the beauty of it, the smiles that come over their faces as they're talking to one another about their favourite goal, their favourite player, their most memorable game. Um, it's, it's really nice to see and it is, like I say, so effective yet so simple. Now once we've done that, we sit around about 10 minutes going through. There's then a quiz and once we've gone through the answers of that, again, another kind of brain ticking <laughs> Uh, exercise. You, who did Jamal, Newcastle sign Jamal the from? There's then a special guest, and it's always a former Newcastle United player. And this time around, it's Kevin Carr, former Newcastle United keeper in the 80s, who has his very own personal link to dementia.
3: I think everybody's family-wise is touched by uh, dementia in some way uh, I certainly am. Um, I can't, my camera wife who's here today, her father has currently has dementia, and. Um, and as and, uh, much as we can do, um, as, as fit as we are, we should be doing it, I think. Uh, and any chance I can get to come along and, and give a hand, I'm um, more than happy to do so. Um, something we should do without even thinking about it, really, to be honest. Because we, we could all end up like that in some stage, you know. Um, and I would like to think people would think of us when we're a little bit older as, uh, and, and help us along as well.
1: So I mean, you've literally been here. What you've 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 sat there forty-five minutes. You've had a chat. You've answered some questions, um, and just to hear the, the people laughing, you know, and they're, they're going back through their memories, it must be nice to see.
3: It's strange when, when you speak to people, uh, and, and and especially football. It's, it's a great thing for, for pe- bringing people together, and it's a great thing for getting people to remember things. I mean, there'll, there'll be people who have been sitting here today when you look when you when you talk about games. And you talk about particular events in games. The lot that, that I can remember, they they can pick up on that straight away, and they've got a. It, it just seems to be do something that when it when it's focused on one thing, the memory just seems to be able to, to be able to pick that up, and it must be great to be able to to do that, and and having a bit of dementia to come back and think well, you, you can concentrate on, on one thing, and your mind is is still quite active at that. And when you hear, you know,
1: the, the staff at the care home saying actually they go back and there's a difference in them, that, you know, they're kind of bouncing and they're happy. It must be really nice to hear that you're actually having an effect by just simply talking to them.
3: Well, exactly, yeah. And, and I know it's it's the same, the, the position we're in personally. Um, when uh, when when you do see that the folks get out and you see them get back, yeah, of course they are. And it, it's it's a day out and a great day out, and it's great to be able to to. To see other people who, who have it as well, because you, you, I suppose you can become quite insular with it, um, various different stages, but um, it, it's just nice to, be able to for, them, for them to be able to come along and, and full praise to the club for, for putting it on and um, they, they get a lot of stick in other respects, but um, for doing something like this, and as you've seen today, one to six, seven tables uh, for, for people, and, and, and it's great to see that, um, and long may that continue. So what about
1: the impact of those in the room?
3: Speaking to the
1: Newcastle United Foundation, they say that the feedback has been very positive and those who visit go home with a kind of bounce in their step. Now, the next voice you're going to hear from is someone who is a regular attendee of these dementia cafes and he can kind of vouch for the feedback. He is someone who can regularly see the positive impact that this initiative has.
0: Well, my name's David Blythe. I've been obviously coming to St James's Park since I was very young. So I've had 60 odd years of coming, spending good days and bad days, obviously over the years. I was on the committee of the supporters club in the 60s and all the rest of it. Last year, when information uh, came about, about having the memory cafe, then my uh, son-in-law's father's got dementia. So obviously it seemed a good idea to bring him because he's an ex-referee, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera, so he's, he's into the game. So obviously we're starting to bring them and then my sister-in-law, who's a Newcastle supporter from the 50s, she's tagged on as well and obviously we found it very, very enjoyable. You know, at the end of the day, it's it's great. I mean, we were the first table here, for want of a better term, and today you've got six or seven tables.
1: And if you notice a difference in your relative after coming here, you know, and then hours after the, the... Oh, yes,
0: they're now talking about it. I mean, at the end of the day, with especially with Ronnie having dementia, then it's amazing going home with him now. He'll talk about it and reminisce about what has been said because, as you can imagine, uh, apart from on a couple of occasions, there's been an ex-player here, and in, the, in certain cases, and John Anderson's an example, where... Uh, Ronnie was uh, uh, captain of the Westerhope Golf Club, and John Anderson happened to be living across the road, and obviously uh, was a member of the golf club. So again, it brings out that uh, that side of it as well. It's not football related, but it, it's uh, sport related and all the rest of it. So it uh, it's been a it's been good for him. Yes, there's no doubt about that.
1: So as David mentioned, there uh, the event has grown and is becoming more and more popular with each passing month. For Lucy Oliver, who is Head of Inclusion at Incastinated, to see this has left her overwhelmed at the popularity and support from the community
4: absolute dream it's, it's the highlight of my month and there's no greater buzz for me than walking in and, and seeing it going well and you know we will continue to support this as a club for for as long as as it's wanted and as, as long as it's needed and um you know for us to have to move into bigger rooms you know more teas and coffee more cookies no problem like no problem whatever they need and, and however we can support them we will do that with some of them you you do get sort of a real rapport with them and there's nothing nicer than coming in and you know sometimes with the first cafe or it might just be the first hour they'll not really talk and they'll sort of just listen and and take things in and then you see them come out of their shells and and their characters and you know they'll drop a memory in that they can remember from 40 years ago and you just see the faces light up and it's so important that that we give them the opportunity to be around each other and to be with us as a club too.
1: So as mentioned on this visit, Kevin Carr was the special guest. He faced questions of his career, VAR and much, much more. And he's just one name of a growing list of legends of the club who continue to give up their time for this event.
3: Is this the first time you've done this? First time I've done this, yeah. I know other lads have done it and I've had a great time. I spoke to the lads on Saturday. Uh, I had a chat with Malcolm McDonald Saturday and he said he had done it and had a, and had a great time had a great time so I've really enjoyed it only just an hour but uh, time I can come along and, and give a hand uh, one willing to do so.
4: They are the best ambassadors for our club and you know we have never failed to have one of them with us at least one of them with us you know there's been a number of occasions where we've invited one and we've ended up with three and you know that that's real kudos to them you know I think it, they see the value of it I think Secretly, they also quite reminiscent quite like reminiscing themselves, and the opportunity to come and do that with people, um, and, and to still give back something to the club so many years after they've given so much to us already, is huge. And we're really looking forward to being able to invite more of them along, and and a lot of them want to come back as well. So, you know, there's there's things that we'll continue to do, and you know, we'll we'll keep going.
1: And when you see the reaction of, of the people here when, say, Kevin Carr walked through the door, Super Mac walks through the door, again, it just must be a nice moment to see that kind of emotion on their face as well. You know, that is, that's Mark McDonald there.
4: It's, it's, it's quite strange, because it's the same kind of reaction as when you go to the Junior Magpies Christmas party and, you know, Paul Dummett or Junjo or, or, or one of our first team walks through the door and you, you look at it and you're like, wow, the kids, just their faces light up. And in the same way that you know, Bob Moncur or Ando or Kevin Carr walked through the door and you see their faces light up. And there was a a quote which um, Pat gave at at the Christmas party and he said, you know, Alan Foggin is to me what David Beckham is to you. And you just think, wow, I've never looked at it that way. And it's so important that that they get to do that and they they get to relive these experiences.
1: So as the guests left, there was chatter amongst them. The fact that... They got to meet an excellent Cast player and the fact that they were at St James' Park as a guest of their club meant so much. Now as someone who's had personal experience with dementia, I know what events like this can do. The benefits that they can bring, just a couple of hours can mean so much and can bring such a difference to a family and the sufferer of dementia. And I could go on about what I've seen today. Uh, It's been wonderful to be invited up and to be part of it. And um, you leave, I I am leaving with um, a smile on my face. But you don't want to hear from me. I'm going to leave it up to Pat, the gentleman that you heard right at the start. The long life and cast fan who couldn't quite believe his luck at Christmas, that he was meeting Supermarket, that he was sitting next to Alan Foggin, a man that he watched from the terraces. Um, This is Pat in his own words about just what this Benja Calf means to him.
2: Well, as I say, you come into a bubble and how you react to that is up to you. But this to me is out of my normal life. I come in here for a couple of hours and I'm just in a different place. And it's Newcastle United, Newcastle United, Newcastle United. Can I say that I'm amazed in as much as there's a lot of bad publicity about Newcastle United around this, this, this city sometimes, like but I will not accept it because initiatives like this, the Memory Cafe, are unfathomable. You cannot put a price on it. I, can, I could not pay enough to come here for this couple of hours and have those memories back that I used to have when I supported Newcastle United.
1: This has been Newcastle United Dementia and me, and everything is black and white podcast production brought to you by Chronicle Live interviews and narration carried out by me, Andrew Musgrove, editing and production carried out by Ed Sayers now for anybody that wants to visit the dementia Catholic can do it takes place on the last Thursday of every month up at St james's Park you don't need to ring up to book just head over to the Milburn reception and those down there on the desk will point you in the right direction. It is really a worthwhile visit for anybody suffering from dementia and their carers kicks off at 10 o'clock and hopefully you guys will enjoy it.